0: Welcome to the Become a Part-Time Millionaire podcast. I'm your host and your Eurekan CEO coach, Kirsten Dan, and I help build female-founded businesses all day. I work with legacy-driven women. They wanna retire their family, break generational ceilings, feed the block, and they wanna do it on part-time hours. I believe you can be a millionaire while working part-time with the right team, systems, and mindset. Get ready for my guests and I to show you how you will also receive business and mindset coaching from a female Hispanic serial entrepreneur. That's me, so that you can do the same. Are you ready to see the results that my guests have? Then you need to join my marketing program, Million Dollar Email. Don't miss joining the only marketing program that teaches you how to make social media optional. We are currently open for enrollment And we want to help you shorten your launch cycles and make more, write funnel emails that sell with ease, receive dream applications for your offer, and hit 100K to 1 million with email as your key strategy, just like myself and my clients have. Join Million Dollar Email at the link in our show notes. All right, we have Savannah on the podcast. Hi. I'm so excited. You know, what's funny is that I was thinking recently that you have wor- you were working with me, like I did your Dipsado forever ago. That
1: was way back when.
0: Like way <laughs> back, like OBM day. So I'm just yeah. laughing because I'm like, wow, like how far we've both come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm super excited to have you introduce yourself to those who don't know you yet.
1: Yeah, so my name is Savannah MyCamp. I am a wedding photographer and a business mentor, and I help uh, photographers create profitable businesses while still prioritizing their happiness. So that's
0: a little bit about me. (laughs) love it. And Savannah's really, really amazing with sales coaching for her photographer. She has a high-ticket photography business herself and is, like, legit. Well known in the industry, and she's being <laughs> humble. She's being humble. Oh Super well known in the industry really helps her clients to get booked out, and and that's your program, broke to booked out. That's mm-hmm. your high ticket group program. Uh, how much is it again?
1: Broke to booked out is twenty five hundred, but um, two thousand painful. <laughs>
0: Got it. Got it. So yeah, yeah twenty five hundred. And Savannah came to me. And she wanted to go Evergreen officially because you do yep. really well with launches. Mm-hmm. Like you always totally booked out your own launches and have done really well. So tell me more about like when you were coming to me, what was really your goal with your program?
1: Yeah, so at that point, <clears throat> I'd been launching to Booked Out for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'd i done it several times live. I got the feel of it. I I feel like I was really good at, you know, conversing in the DMs and hopping on a call if I needed to, but just, I felt really comfortable in that aspect. And I did want to focus on other areas of my business, like um, launching my mastermind, which is coming up. So I wanted to spend more time on other facets of really building out my product suite while still be able to have continuous income from my current products. So I definitely felt like it was time to go evergreen with broke to booked out because it had proven itself. I knew that, you know, the, the results were there for all the students that were in it. And I felt really good about launching it. Now I felt like the question was how do I do this without having to be president without having to wait several months between launches without feeling like I needed to be on all the time while still, you know, having the income from gaining new students.
0: Yeah. And the first step really was we worked on making your launches easier to start. Like we mm-hmm. were like, before we go all in on evergreen, let's just do another launch and make it much easier. <laughs> right. Right. And, and so we had focused on like an email strategy, a waitlist email strategy. How did that go? How did your email strategy go? It went
1: really well. It went really well. I think the the hesitation and in, in- thinking of that in the first place or focusing on email was, okay, is this still relevant <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with, with everything going on now? It's like email, what? That sounds so old. But just like realizing how important and um, profitable it actually is. I feel like um during the launch that we did together, I was really able to see Um, I just was really able to look at email in a completely different light. And then I started analyzing all of the subscriptions that I had and like looking at the emails that worked for me. And I'm like, this is (laughs) interesting going forward. And it was an exciting revelation. So um, the launch that I did do did go very well. We did a pre-launch and um, through email, it was, I did do some um, through Instagram, just kind of like light, like it wasn't, pushing. It wasn't sales. And I didn't even talk about it all the time. I just mentioned, you know, to sign up for the email if you wanted to be a part of it. So, um, I feel like the, the pre-sale launch went really, really well. I think it ended up being like over 20,000 just in the few days that we did like five or six days or something like that. I can't remember. It was a five day launch. Yeah. Yeah, It was like five days for the pre-sale. And at that point I was like, I'm good, yo. Like, (laughs) Like this was just for fun. So (laughs) this is extra. It was fun.
0: It was good. Yeah. And oh, there's so many ways I could go with this because what you just, I'm really glad you brought that out. Like people thinking that email is an aging technique, Mm -hmm. actually it just continues to get younger and younger. It's mm-hmm. what makes it feel like it's aging is that it hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Like it had, like the software hasn't changed. The strategy doesn't change much. That's true. That's true. And, and so it feels like it's aging, but it's actually getting younger and younger is like how I've been describing it to people. So I love yeah. that, you said that because that is such a common objection to email. And my clients are always surprised when they're like, wait, what the heck people actually buy from email. And then yeah. suddenly you realize, wait, I do too in some way or form. Yeah. And, and then it hasn't
1: changed for a reason.
0: It hasn't changed for a reason. It doesn't <laughs> need to. And something I was thinking about for you that I noticed with your launch was you were still on Instagram, yes, but I had seen your other launches, and you were on it significantly less. Like if I were to quantify, I remember your usual launches being like up to ten plus stories a day, and then yeah. this past launch was like just a couple, and then you bounced. Yeah. And what I really love too, is that you said, I remember when, when you said it too, like, I was like, Oh, how's the launch going? And it was after the five day presale. And you were like, Oh, honestly, like I'm good. And I remember being like, that's the goal, like (laughs) to not force yourself through a launch and to just Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, this was, this was fun. I'm really glad. And you had just like stopped your launch basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I could definitely tell the difference between the past launches that i done. I I had one really um, negative experience with the launch and it was when I was trying to do too much too soon and I put too much pressure on it and that did not feel good. And despite me showing up and smiling and talking, like I didn't feel good. And I definitely could tell my audience didn't feel good about it because mm. it, it, even though it's social media, even though even though it's virtual, there's, there's still energy and there's still vibes. And when you feel stressed or pressured, that vibe comes across so much and it doesn't feel good. Nobody feels good investing in something that feels stressed. You know what I mean? And so I definitely felt like the past launches have the past few, you know, specifically the one that we worked on together, it felt really good because also knowing that I had those emails that were doing the the selling for me and that I didn't have to rely on me posting. And so it, it enabled me to feel less pressure, to feel less stress, and to show up in a way that felt good to me when I wanted to, not feeling like I had to.
0: And especially in your niche, a large part of your brand is like a part-time, but really profitable business, mm-hmm. one that you can live your life and you can mm-hmm. still not burn out. And so when you're burned out and you're stressed, you're not fully embodying the the whole point, right? Right. What you mm-hmm. do. And so it's so true that your, en- your, your energy comes across and your, your clients or potential clients can really feel that mm-hmm. something also, actually before i go there i want to dig deeper to what you said cuz i think it would be really helpful for people you came to me and you had invested heavily in like an mm-hmm. ad strategy and launch strategy tell me if you don't mind sharing what you're willing to about that experience and like how mm-hmm. it ended up shaping the way you're like, like, nah, moving forward, I'm going to do
1: this. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've always been an eager person and I'd like to think like a, I'd like to think high achiever, but I think it's like overachiever that fails sometimes. And I just wanted to try to scale as fast as possible. And I wanted to be the, you know, build my business as best as I could. And I felt like because of past, successes that I was able to skip steps in order to get there just because I wanted to Ooh, and because snap. I thought I could, snap. <laughs> um, <So laughs> but good. I couldn't and I learned the hard way. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I thought, well, let me go like straight to what I see everyone else doing. And let me just like Launch this brand new baby course, and we'll spend twenty five thousand dollars on ads, and we'll, Mm. you know, do this whole strategy. And yeah, it'll take six months to do. And by the end of the six months, I was exhausted. I had neglected my own health. I was having my husband like go down on his work so I could have more time to work on my work, and it was just a lot of stress a lot of stress and ultimately at the end of it I um broke even Mm. that was the result after like six months of recreating this course and doing all these things and doing these free workshops and having these emails and it was just it was a lot of work with no reward Mm. and I I wish looking back that I would have kept things more simple and that I would have um I think that's it. I feel like I should just like grew as the growth came, if that makes sense. Like take steps as they come instead of trying to jump a bunch of stairs and hurt yourself in the process. Mm. So I do feel like, I mean, I, I made pretty much I've made through email, um, the same and more than what I did working and spending all that money for six months. So, um, and it didn't feel good. So I do feel like going back, just keeping things simple and doing things that have proven to work, um, starting there. And then as you master that, then grow, then do ads, then do, you know, then create your, your funnels and your workshops and webinars and whatever, but like start simple, master that, and then go from there. I'd say.
0: Yeah. I just had a podcast episode with someone else and they said, they said, email is not a step you can skip and that's why i was like oh snaps when you said i thought i could skip steps right i thought i could like have the perfect launch strategy with the best ads and all these things but at the end of the day it's like you said when we try to like scale past where we're currently at we miss so many important lessons mm-hmm. and it stinks that you had to go through that but at the same time i am happy you broke even yeah <laughs> <laughs> you broke even but you know you're also a mom of two kids and of young children as well and so like I know that you prioritize peace and mm-hmm. and you know flexibility and all those things and being tied up in a launch for six months
1: yeah it was a lot
0: not what it is it's just right. unacceptable. acceptable <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't do that here y'all we don't do that mm-hmm. and I love what you said too about like email made you that money back a lot easier and so that's really amazing So then after the launch, you ended up booking out your one-to-one as well. So Mm -hmm. you didn't just sell your group program. You also secured even more high ticket recurring revenue clients, dream clients. Tell us how that all went.
1: Yeah. So I do feel like, and it's funny because People would see me launch and see how effortless that it felt at this point, even other educators came to me and said, okay. (laughs) That launch looked too easy. Coach me. So like, so people, like people could tell that things were getting easier and easier and they didn't know why. And I could tell that they felt that there was a shift in my vibe and my energy and how I showed up and that it felt really good and authentic and truly stress free. And so I do feel like I really embodied what I was teaching my students that this is the way that you should run your business. It doesn't have to be hustle, hustle, hustle. And so once they, once they kind of saw that energy and that vibe change, um, I did end up booking like two times in a row, actually like one-to-ones almost like in the, like without really needing to advertise for them, people would just be like, Hey, how do we work together? Like, I want to work with you. Um, Even without having been in my program yet, they just knew that they wanted me. And so that was really nice to see that because I had invested time into creating these emails that really spoke to my client that I didn't feel the need to have to do that on Instagram or through social media. And so I feel like I was just able to share the things that I wanted to. And when they saw that all kind of come together, they're like, yeah, I want to work with her, which is which is awesome for me. So um, yeah, I do feel like it really you know, helped the, the last launches that I've done in a way that that has given me more peace and time back. And, and as I am finishing up now, the, the solid evergreen funnel, I can see which emails did better. I can see which ones people really resonated with. And I've had lots of replies to like, this email spoke to me That's like, great, I will use that in my funnel, you know? So right, it's right. been really good going forward. And I'm, I'm
0: excited to launch the funnel and see how that goes too. <laughs> I know. And like this launch, you're not you're working smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. Like you're using what you've already done, you, what's already succeeded. And that's exactly why in Million Dollar Email, we have, uh, our weekly live calls are called Million Dollar Energy Calls. For this, what you just said, mm-hmm. because just, just you having an easier launch, just you like feeling better about social media is felt, mm-hmm. it's yeah. felt by people. And, mm-hmm. and we're just a perfect example of that. I want to get some numbers on your emails. So- mm-hmm. What was your you had a wait list? How many people joined your wait list?
1: Oof, I think it was, I think I had like 80 on the list.
0: 80. I'm trying to I was like trying to look back through my conversation with you. Yeah, so less than a hundred. Yeah, less than a hundred. I thought it was 60 actually, but now that I think about it, I think it was 80 toward the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like 80 less than hundred. You didn't Mm -hmm. do a whole freebie. You didn't do a whole webinar. You don't do nothing. (laughs) And you got eight people. And then what was the average open rate? Would you say, do you remember?
1: So the open rate was like 40% was the average open
0: above average. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So some were even like 50. Um, and then it was like five to, I mean, this is a huge gap, but it was like five to 10% with the click rate. Um, Yeah. I don't
0: know. That's That's (laughs) Five to 10% is above average. Uh, I wish I could get, I wish I had my calculator on me to figure out how many (laughs) clicks that is, but that's a, that's a lot of people clicking on your emails basically. And that is, it just shows you what you can do with a small list and that you could make $20,000 out of a list of less than, less than a 100 people. You can Mm -hmm. make $1,000 in five days. Like that's really incredible because I know your overall Mm -hmm. list is bigger than that but you were only really Mm -hmm. marketing to that list exactly and Mm -hmm. I think that's really important to know because a lot of people are like what they think about their master contact list like oh I only have right like this many people but they don't think about yeah but most people's wait lists are the same as probably you're thinking yeah they're making money and they're only selling to that wait list right and I think Mm -hmm. it's just important to to realize you just don't need that many people. And I personally have never had more than 40 people on the wait list Mm -hmm. and I've always had five figure launches. Right. (laughs) So it's just, it just shows you Any other words of wisdom for people when it comes to going evergreen, uh, making decisions when it comes to launching or anything like that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely feel like emails are the way to go. I feel like something that's really helped for me was going through all of my archived posts and my stories and see what I remember resonating with a lot of people. Um, Even just like random thoughts that I would say, like little things that people really connected with. And this means like, I literally go through all of my archive posts and whatever one knows like, yeah, I got a lot of views and I got a lot of responses (laughs) like figuring out what about that really stood out to people or resonate with them and then create an email based on that. You know what I mean? It's so like finding all of your viral content that really relates to people and then expand expanding on that. Cause you have a chance to do that in email and people expect that and people aren't like turned off by reading that much. Yeah. So being able to expand on those, making those your emails. And ultimately um, I feel like, the, the emails and the content that you like to consume, make sure you're providing content in that same way. So what emails do you open? What emails do you enjoy reading? Why? Is it the tone of their voice? Is that because they feel like it's a real person and it doesn't feel like you're just another subscriber on their list? So really looking at the ways that you like to consume content and creating creating emails in a, in a such way, too, that I I feel like that will definitely be a game changer and give you more time back, which is which was what I felt was robbed for me. Yeah. Yes, I broke even, but I, I wasted six months of my life. So
0: it's almost like, oh, yeah, I got no, that. Right, yeah. it's, it's true. You can't get time back. And it's just thinking to, I love that as a email content tip. That's a really good tip because it just goes back to, you especially, Savannah. I remember being like, you've already done so much. Like you've Mm -hmm. done four, five, six, however many launches. Mm -hmm. You've been doing this forever. You've sold your program. You've done so much. You don't have to reinvent anything anymore. Like there's nothing to reinvent anymore. And I felt like you really took that concept and like ran with it. You're like, yeah, I'm not reinventing anything anymore. Like I've already been successful. Now it's just scaling the success I already have. And I think that that is what happens when people, you know, invest prematurely and things like that, it's because they think they've had no success. Yeah. Like, or it could have been better or something like that. And it's like, you really shift your mindset when you think, no, I've already done so well and I've done so much. How can I scale that? that yeah. That changes the game.
1: Yeah, I do, I, I kind of felt a similar way. And even even now it's easier to think, oh, well, I'm not hitting these numbers, I'm not doing this. It's like yeah. you like I've already I've already hit large numbers. It's just now like, okay, how can I continue to do this in a shorter time frame? And again, in a shorter time frame. And then that's when you hit the numbers that you're that you know, that everyone can be looking for. But also I do want to know, like especially what you said about. Um, you know, after those five days, you'm like, "I'm good, this is good for me, you know yeah. uh, that feeling of knowing like sh- like the my goals are really set on um what i really want out of life and i feel like sometimes people can get disappointed within their lo- own launches or think that they're failures cuz they didn't hit certain numeric goals but if you ask them why they had the numeric goal they couldn't give you any tangible reason other than the number itself oh, so great. really really considering why do i want this money why do i need it and like having an actual reason behind the numbers that you want to hit if you even have set goals for that it's it's I feel like that's where the true peace can lie or else it just feels like you're, you're scrambling for every last thing when you don't even know why. And it makes it so unsatisfactory to keep doing that. So, um, I feel like goals are, are a really big thing, but the reason I was able to be like, Oh no, I'm a, I'm good. I'm okay. And feel like no pressure and no stress is because I knew that for whatever number that I wanted for the next couple of months, that was good. And I don't feel like oh yeah, great. Some people don't buy. That's fine. I know that they'll come back in a few months and buy it then, you know, and not feeling that desperate need to try to convert every last person. So I don't know. I do feel like that's important too.
0: <laughs> True. And, and that piece is very scalable. It's like the mm-hmm. piece itself is scalable. <laughs> mm-hmm. People come back for the piece and you mm-hmm. don't have to work. I call it like filling up versus filling out. A lot of people like to fill up their launch and get as many people, like you said, convert as many people instead of filling out the next few months. And the Mm -hmm. fact that people will, you'll get a certain amount. And then over the next few months, they will fill out your roster. And like, it really comes back to you're a really mature business owner. So I know you know this, but it really comes back to like getting out of month to month mindset.
1: Oh yeah. I never understood that.
0: Yeah, it's like getting on a month to month. Like you have to think on a yearly, right? Like, like yeah. on a yearly, not on a month to month. Like I didn't get ten clients this month or ten clients this launch, but it's like on a yearly scale, it like doesn't matter.
1: No, I never, I never understood that. We're like it's a ten k month. It's like, yeah, what about next month? Like right, it's making a set number for the year. Like right, that.
0: and that's what gets people freaked out. Is like that they can't keep hitting that. Each month. Oh. And it's like getting out of the month-to-month mindset is super important. Millionaires mm-hmm. don't think once a month
1: I'd rather do a couple hundred K in, in, in one month and let it and then zero and let it rock. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> let it exactly. rock. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. Let the people know where they can follow you, where they can find you. And what of course. So yeah.
1: So Instagram, just my name, Savannah MyCamp. Um, I'm I'm on there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my website, SavannahMyCamp.com. But yeah, I'm coach for wedding photographer, So that, that's what I do. But I I really appreciate you having me on today and getting the chance to work with you. It's so fun seeing how your business has evolved too, and and wanting to get, be part of it. So thank well, you.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so thankful. Yay.